ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Tom and Joe, Episode 10, Most Anticipated Games of 2019. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And today we will be talking about Most Anticipated Games of 2019, or at least the first three months of 2019. Yeah. So mostly just whatever we saw that looks interesting coming yep. up in the next year. Yeah. Which, if Eknum is listening, <laughs> might cost him some extra dollars. So be listening. <laughs> we're going to make sure you're listening. Okay, so first we're going to start with uh, what came in the mail last week. Did you get anything? Uh, the only thing I got in the mail was uh, uh, the, the uh, for side. They had a fan-based set of encounter cards, and I got those in the mail here. I haven't opened them yet, but I got them. So okay. Looking forward to that. I talked to somebody who said they are really game changers. If you're a side fan... Evidently, they change the game in many different ways. So, okay. But they're encounter cards that, if you're familiar with the game, when you come upon an encounter, you draw a card, you get to choose three of them. Mm-hmm. One is usually good, one is usually kind of medium, and the other one is you lose popularity when you do it. But it's usually got the best reward. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I end up getting a an order from Miniature Market. So I got the Highlander board game. Nice. Uh, I got the new Carcassonne uh, Safari. Okay. That looks really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Cube was one yeah. of them. That's a quick little dice game. It was like 13 bucks, which is the bad. dice alone. Yeah, the dice. Is. In that. Um, I got a couple other games, but uh, I also got a card game called... Um, oh, I cannot think of what the name is called right now. It's a Nicolas Cage card game. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he's all on his rolls of... of his well, overactive yeah, roles. Yeah. Yes. And so he has one movie that just bombed. And so it's basically old made. Okay. And so if you... When you're making these pairs, whoever ends up with this, is it the, this awful, awful character... Or is it the remake of the, the, the guy who gets trapped in the straw man movie? God, that was bad. No, um, this is... It's uh, like a medieval role. Okay, he, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was bad, too. That was a bad movie. cannot think of the name of I it. I can't think of it either, it's but it's terrible. Me, but it's, it's terrible. It is, it's basically it's a version of Old Maid, but it's all Nicolas Cage. So you make pairs of his different roles. Um, Castor Troy and um, the one where he was in uh, Con Air. Yeah. That, that, was, yeah. Um, that was actually a good movie. Yeah, a lot of, lot of cool... Uh, Face off, Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider, yeah. So, um, lot of a lot of cool, cool roles, and the, the artwork looks. I mean, it's cartoon yeah, artwork, but, but it it's looks like Cage so, cartoon. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I picked that up. Um, I actually got that through Drive Through Cards. Okay. Uh, so it was on Kickstarter, and it did not succeed on Kickstarter. So the guy decided he wanted his game out, so he went through them. Yeah. And go. I ordered it was like fifteen bucks. Not so, bad. and uh, I think I got it like less than a week. Yeah. So, I didn't have to wait the normal Kickstarter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And it still cost me the same amount, and I got to play the game. So, yeah. I got that, and then uh, the miniature market order. So, yeah. the one I'm really anticipating on is the uh, Highlander game. That but one looks like three it to six players. So. Yeah, but that looks like it would be fun. We could have probably played that tonight, but we have other things in the Well, and I, in the I haven't room. read through the rules. I really don't know. So, yeah. Now, the other games that I purchased, not... Uh, uh, ordered or got through the mail. I got the Grizzled. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's not an expansion, and it's not 
a reissue of it. Like a deluxe version. It's a deluxe, deluxe version, but yeah. it comes with miniature figures that right. are really cool. But no, they're painted too, yes, right? They're yeah. painted and they're probably maybe two inches high. They're not like miniature miniatures, like a like a Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, miniature. they're decent size. They look like chess pieces basically. Yeah. And they each one of them represents if you're familiar with the grizzled, it represents one of the characters from the grizzled. And it's instead of a card version, we have a, a miniature version. I got Pandemic tenth anniversary edition. Yeah. Which comes in an, uh, a tin box that looks like a, a first, first aid, aid kit. kit. Yeah. And also got the miniatures that go with that. Uh, I got dice sellers finally. Oh, there's, there's miniatures that goes with the yep. pandemic game? Yep. Instead oh. of a card, you have a, you still have a card, but you have a miniature. Okay. A painted, painted miniature. I got dice sellers. I got, uh, uh, what's, oh, what's the one that, uh, oh, Azul. Uh, oh, stained glass. Stained glass yep. of Sintra. Yep. Not Sinatra, <laughs> Sintra. Which we played tonight, which was pretty cool. So, okay, yeah. So that wraps up your pretty your buying much my spree. buying spree has been okay. wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, what have we? What have you played last week? Well, Azul, Stained Glass of Sintra. Yep, we played that we played tonight. That a couple times we played that. That tonight. was quite a bit. Uh, there's quite a bit more to that yeah. than there is with just regular Azul. I've talked to folks who said that this has taken the place of Azul. I don't necessarily agree with that. I like Azul as a game as well. I think they're both different yeah, enough. Yeah, they're different enough that, that I would play them both. Um, see, I played uh, Everdell, which was the first time I got to play that, even though I kick-started it. I just haven't played it, haven't played it yet until uh, yesterday I played it. Okay. Great game. I'm looking forward to teaching you that one. Uh, I played... Uh, well, we, games we played tonight. Well, Everdale, what is, is that? Uh, Everdale is the, the, it was a Kickstarter game. It's basically, you're in a forest, you play one of a number of forest animals. I think that was the porcupines. Uh, it's worker placement, tableau, uh, resource management, tableau building, resource management. Uh, it's just an overall really cool game. It starts off with two workers, and you think to yourself, how am I ever going to get 15 cards to lay out in my tableau? And you play four rounds. You play summer, spring, whatever the four seasons are. Mm-hmm. I know what they are, but I just can't think of them right now. Anyway, you play through autumn, um, and by the time you get to autumn, it's ramped up to the point where you're like, I'm getting too many cards because you okay. only have 15. It's just really cool. It's the way it builds up is really cool. So played that. I played uh, the children's version of Ticket to Ride because some friends of mine were trying to figure out a gift to give to a friend of theirs. And they were just between that and Carcassonne. And okay. they chose Carcassonne because of the Ticket to Ride game. You could just teach regular Ticket to Ride to a kid. Right. Opinion. Yeah, it's you don't say yeah. yeah, it's you could teach regular Ticket to Ride. You don't need to have a special version of that. But Carcassonne, I can see that being a little more detailed. So anyway, they picked Carcassonne. But, so I played that, and I played a couple other games. I can't remember the name of them. And then the games that we played tonight. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you go over those. Uh yeah we play we started off with uh, Star Trek Star Panic, Panic yeah. yep and uh, played with our, our friend Phil and uh, was Noel playing Noel played yeah. okay yeah so four player game and then Technum came co-op in. yep it's co-op game yeah. uh well well but our first first turn probably. yeah because he could have yeah. been he could have played yeah so he he decided to just watch and uh, I I know Bill had mentioned that uh, he didn't think we were gonna make it. No, we, we forget well, our butts kicked. Considering the one time you and I played it, we did not. Yeah, I I played that uh, three or four times now, and I think I've only won it twice. Yeah, that's the first uh, time I've won it. But uh, we, it's a tower defense game, 
and it, it, you're also dealing with missions yeah. and objectives on that, and it, restrictions, whether you're able to maneuver the ship or not, it really takes a toll on what you can and can't do every turn. And so we got lucky when the last mission came up, and I was able to, yeah. to fix it yep. really quick. Really so quick. We had two we missions. Won. We had two missions that we were able to do fast. Yeah. If we had not gotten to those, yeah. then we would have lost because our ship was. I think we had one section left yeah. of our ship that was not destroyed. Yep, the front. Floor. So yeah, the front. And it would have been the front line. We would not have survived because. Even with the fifth mission, you still have to take everyone off the board. Yeah. And what did that was the previous mission took all of the Klingon all the ships Klingons off, off the, board. the board. And didn't and you couldn't put more Klingons right. on. So not only did we get that, but <laughs> we we turned up this next mission card and it was done just quick. Two turns. Yeah. Two turns. So basically. if that if we had not gotten the Klingons wiped off the board, we would block. Yeah, because it, it, it was just going to go down south. There was no right. chance we were going to win the game. So uh, Then after that, uh, Bill took off, and we played Sword Crafters. That was so fun. So we played a five-player game? No, it was you, me, Noel, and Ekdom. Okay, so a four-player four, game. Yeah, because yeah, Bill was going to play that, but he ran out of time. Yep. Uh, we played that, and I believe I... You did win. Did I win that one? You have the longest sword. No, actually, no, I think I did. I, I think I, think I did. I had the longest yeah, sword, but I had. But the, you had the most points. Yeah, I had the most. You points. had the bonuses. Yep, I yes. had the bonuses. That's right. Yeah, and then Eknum came in second. second. Yeah, I beat him. I think by like three points. It yeah, it was a very close, close game. Close. Uh, and then after that, we played Cube. That was fun. And that was a dice game. Kind of a little fantasy it was creatures. A stupid game, but it was fun. My <laughs> uh, I finished in that game. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember who. Oh, Noel won that one. Um, yeah, Ekdom might have won that one. I think he did. And then, uh, trying to think, we played. We played Quinto. Yep, that was fun. And that was you, me, and Ekdom. Yep. And I won once. Ekdom won once. No, you. Won, I won the you last, won the last time. game. Yeah, you won the last. Game. The first game I did. Horrible, and yeah. I only got 48 points. And actually, Ekdom won the first one because I and you guys got, scored in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then I did not do well the second game. Yeah. Um, Quinto, look it up. It's good. Was that the only? Those are the ones I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was all we played tonight. So I was four or yeah. five games. It was pretty, yeah. pretty decent it was a good night. night. And we watched some football. I did watch some football. Um, Vikings. Vikings won. Yes, they did. Packers, Packers won. Packers won. Uh, Seahawks are. Winning, I they guess. They were winning, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Uh, yeah, Saints won. We know that. Yeah, Saints did win. Yep, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty good game. So uh, now I guess we'll talk about our our main topic. No games sense. that are coming out in 2019. Game. So um, I'm pretty excited about this one because I love the Pacific Rim movies. I have never um, seen the Pacific Rim movies. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Just something about <clears throat> seeing these giant robots fighting these giant, giant monsters. Gundam. Always Gundam. loved it. Was it Gundam versus what's the name of the Kaiju? Kaiju. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I I just I have always been a fan of that. So uh, the Pacific Rim Extinction starter set. Uh, it's it said December, but it's still it's still up for pre-order, so it must have gotten pushed back a little bit. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, it is two to six players, 15 minutes, 
bring the apocalyptic scale of Pacific Rim to the tabletop in Pacific Rim Extinction. And choose your side in this new miniatures game, fantastically detailed 85mm tall Jaegers <laughs> and Kaiju miniatures against each other in a war that has the highest stakes ever known to mankind. Extinction. Ooh. And that one's available through Miniature Market for pre-order right now. Uh, even though I haven't seen the movies, I would probably play this game. I, I have um, I have a card game that's Pacific Rim, but uh, I really want this. Yeah, that <laughs> looks good. Just, it it would be a cool, an 85 millimeter. Yeah, that's, those are really decent size. Well, that <laughs> might be the size of those grizzled figures. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Um, January, we've got Meeple Cir Circus. Um, just so you guys know, uh, my wife, Jess, is out tonight for the podcast, obviously. Tom I'm and I here. are doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, she made this list of games that she thought that interest her and that also might interest me. And then Tom and I made a list uh, shortly after that of games that we're both interested in. So this is one that she was interested in, Meeple Circus, uh, Wild Animal and Aerial Show. Now, I know there is a there is actually a, uh, a Meeple Circus uh, that was released yeah. a couple years back. I think so, so this is a new version, uh, the Wild Animal and Aerial Show. This is two to five players, 45 minutes, on the program, lions, wild bears, and the breathtaking talents of Otto, the acrobat, and Luna, the tightrope walker. Each player starts the game with three acrobats, a blue, a yellow, and a red. Instead of a blue, a, a yellow in the basic version, new demands from the public are added, and new challenges appear. She says this one is also available on Miniature Market. Now here's a trend I've noticed, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Rather than expansions, have you noticed that they're putting out new versions yeah. of games? Camel Up is the one that I, I think we talked yeah, about. Yeah, like a reskinning. It, they change something a little bit. Yeah. And then they just... It's not a reprint because it's not the it's same not version. It's not the same game. But they change something. Seems like what this might yeah, be. Yeah, it's Maple Circus, but you're changing it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm liking that trend, to be perfectly honest with you. It's yeah. Kind of, I like the legacy thing because it's... Making a new game yourself. Mm -hmm. This I'm not so sure about. Yeah, we we'll have to see how this how this trend goes. This one I'm also uh, looking forward to, and my my wife obviously picked this one yeah, for me. Yeah, she did. I can so, tell. So um, she knows I love Judge Dread. So uh, the Judge, Judge Dread, Dread I'm familiar with, by the way. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, both both movies yep, and Sylvester comics. Stallone and uh, oh God, who else? Carl Urban. Yes, Carl yep. Urban. Yep. And you know, when I watched that, that second one, I thought Carl Urban is Judge Dredd. It works. Really? It works. And then I saw it, and I was like, yes, Carl yeah. Urban is Judge Dredd. To, to be fair, Sylvester Stallone is Judge Dredd? Was it Sylvester Stallone? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. But here's the thing. is I didn't mind Sylvester Stallone as Judge I Dredd. I liked the movie. But I liked Carl Urban yeah. better. Uh, see, I liked Judge... I liked... Uh, we're more off on it. Again, so oh, that happens quite yeah, a bit. It does. But I did like I liked the campiness, I guess. Yeah. Of the it was just alone. It was the eighties, you know, comic had, book movie. Yeah, and it was a comic book movie. Yeah. So anyway, so this one here is Judge Dredd: The Cursed Earth. One to five players, thirty to fifty minutes, a graphic adventure card game designed for competitive, cooperative, or solo play. Players must lead a team of judges against dinosaurs, mutants, and the cursed earth. 
itself in search of an objective or in search of an object of immense power before it falls into the wrong hands. As they scour the wastelands, the team will encounter a host of iconic 2080 characters that will push their resources and abilities to a limit. Now that sounds like something right up my alley. It's a card game. It's Judge Dread. I need this one. And <laughs> it's coming in February, which is right around my birthday. There you go. So so don't buy that game. Yes. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> All right. She has, in March, Wingspan. Ooh, you want to take that one? Yeah. It's a one to five player game. And we've played this. Yes, we have. It takes about 40 to 60 minutes or so. Uh, it's an engine building card game in which players are bird enthusiasts trying to collect cards with birds on them mm -hmm. in their tableau. Uh, birds are played to specific habitats on your board. There's three different habitats, which determine the egg cost of the card and allows it to use powers in conjunction with other birds already. It's a relatively unique system. I have not seen that very often. The, I really like the pieces. In it. The pieces are The great. eggs are just awesome. The art is beautiful. Yep. Um, the Mechanics are good. Yeah, it's a solid it's game. A solid I'm really looking forward engine to Engine builder. It's just a solid engine builder. Um, birds react with other birds. Uh, it's just it's just a very cool game, and I don't. Know, it's one that I actually will for sure be buying. Oh yeah, same it's, here. First of all, Stonemaier game. Yep. I don't think that Stonemaier has gone wrong. It's not designed by Jamie Stegmaier. Um, no, but, just publisher. Though. But they're publishing it, and he's the lead developer on it. Okay. And so, man, it's going to be, it's a good one. It just is a good one. I'm telling you right now, good one. And I don't know about this one. She has Museum. Two to four players, 30 to 40 minutes. Publisher is Holly Grail, Holy, Grail. Holy Grail Games, okay? And, and uh, Luna, Luna Games. Games, okay? You play as a curator of one such museum, and it's your job to build the biggest, most coherent collection that you can in this game of collection and Bartering, featuring over 300 individual illustrations by Vincent Dutrait. Hope I said that right. Uh, yeah. And authentic art, uh, architectural facts. Reminds me, a but little, it's no simple task. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of what's I can't remember the name of the library game where you collect books. Um, oh, uh, is it called in? You say it, and I'll know it. Uh, it. There's a game out there called It Belongs in Museum. No, this is a specifically it's a library where you're collecting different sets of books from A to Z and numbers and it's, it's not Eclibra. Yes, it is okay. Eclibra. That's one. That's By it. By Renegade Games. Yes. Okay. So that's this kind of has a feel of that to it. Okay. For me, uh, this one I'm I'm pretty excited about and I know my kids would like it. It's uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ninja Pizza Party. Two to six players, fifteen to twenty minutes. You'll need to make the most extreme pizzas on the planet to shell-shock your customers. With your outrageous creations, work quickly, uh, though, because as you're slamming down slices, so are your friends. And the first chef to earn 15 points by making the best pizza wins. My experience with pizza-making games is not good. <laughs> oh, you, you end up coming around I in New York life. Uh, no, I didn't really. It's still not my favorite game. It was okay. I played it with people I liked better than the first time I played it with. Makes a difference. It does. Any yeah. game does. Though. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. But yeah, this one was. Eh, eh. And then there's the. 
Oh, that pizza one where you flick the toppings on to fill the orders. That one I haven't played. Okay. So. Uh, now, we just played Sword Crafters. <laughs> tonight, an example of what we were is, talking about, though. And this, this was a little frustrating, because right after I bought this, uh, the guy that I was talking to said, that, oh, yeah, they're coming out with an expansion. Well, I don't know if they're coming out with an expansion or if it they're coming out with this. It doesn't look like it. So this is called Sword Crafters Expanded Edition. Now, this comes with an expansion in the game. Three, it looks like. Yes. So one to five players, 30 minutes, includes the base game and expands the game with three exciting new modules that can be played singly or combined. Okay, so what was the first question I asked <laughs> when we were starting to play the game? So he asked, he says, is there going to be tips in this for the swords? No, they're not. And I said, the guy said that I bought, I, I bought the game from in the game store said that it comes in with an expansion. Well, I, again, have not seen anything for expansion. I've seen stuff for this expanded edition, but not for set alone expansion. So hopefully they release just expansions, and this is just if you want to buy it all at once. Because as far as I, I mean, in a miniature market, the Sword Crafter game is sold out. Yeah, and so, it's a fun game. It yeah. was fun. Once and this is just one that I, I saw on a shelf and I picked it up. I yeah. didn't know anything about it. And the components are cool. Yeah, uh, it's an inter I've not seen the idea of this type of game before. No, building a uh, three-dimensional yeah, sword. Yeah, three-dimensional sword. <laughs> it, it, is, it was really cool. And once we figured out kind of how it works, there's strategies to it. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's a, a very quick game. Yeah, it was quick. So there's not much to it. You're basically kind of set collection. Yeah. You just and it was, okay, Bill played, Bill played that. So there were, he played, didn't he play that no, one? No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Okay, so no, he had four to take that's right. There were four of us that played that. And yep. It lasted, I would say, less than half an hour. Yep. It was less than half an hour. We played it in probably 25 minutes, 20, 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it, it was, so it was really close, close, but I mean, it was it was less than the time they recommend on here. Yeah. So. The next one is uh, one that my wife picked <laughs> is Kuna. Not heard of it. Two to six players, 20 minutes from WizKids. It's a quick, push-your-luck style game where players are attempting to build the most perfectly shaped pyramid by avoiding the blocks they do not want and obtaining the ones they do want. Be careful because you must always place a lighter block on <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The top of heavier blocks. Unless you are able to match the icons, the player who builds the most or the best design pyramid that will last the ages wins the game. This is the kind of game that I want to be good at. But I suck at it. <laughs> and as many times as I play it, I will suck at it. But I will continue to play it, hoping that I get better. And sure. I will not. I will suck. Uh, the next one she put on the list for me, which yeah, <laughs> she, I can she knows that. this. Yeah. Uh, Legendary is coming out with another expansion. It's Venom. So this one, which I think this is an expansion here. Uh, one to five players, 30 to 50 minutes. The game will feature five new heroes. Yeah, so this is just a, yeah. a small box expansion. Yeah. It's uh, the Venom. Uh, if you guys know anything about Legendary, it's an awesome game. It is It's a uh, deck builder with a storyline to it. Now, it's not just a basic deck building game. It's a cooperative deck building. You have a story. You have villains that are coming at you. You have schemes. Just all kinds of stuff that comes at you. So it is, is by far my favorite deck building game. So there's just so much to it. But... It's very hard to get to the table because it's very intimidating with all of the stuff that you have to take out, especially when, since they keep coming out with yeah. expansion after expansion. 
I mean, it's worse than Smash Up. <laughs> yeah, or Dominion, which yeah. actually has another expansion coming out. So, uh, the next one is Maui. Maui. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Maui, but oh, it says Miaui. Oh, yeah, it is Miaui. Yep, from Z-Man Games, three to six players, twenty minutes. The villagers count down the days until the tide changes, bringing in a wealth of fish to the nearby lagoon. Once the first surge of fish is spotted, the whole village comes together for the fishing festival. <laughs> the most skilled Miaui-an <laughs> divers. Try to bring back the most valuable fish from the lagoon for the evening fest. Feast. Oh, yeah, feast. Feast. Or fest. Three. One. All kinds of. That's weird. The three, three is not supposed to be. Okay. There. All kinds of fish are served at the feast by. But beware the gooey jellyfish yeah. and the thriving Thie seagulls. Thieving seagulls? Thieving. Yeah. Thieving Seagulls. Okay. This is, so this one is that, from Miniature Market. This one seems to be kind of, I don't know. It's a Z-Man game, yeah. so it'll be a interesting. funny little filler yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, that's another one where I probably would play it and suck and still want to play it because I suck. Because you want to be a Meowian? I want to be a Meowian. Okay. Meowian. <laughs> uh, next one is Hellboy this the Board on, on there for you again. Yes. Uh, so this, I believe this is the one that was on Kickstarter, and I chose not to back it because it, it was such an expensive game. And I think it was like 180 bucks for everything. Ooh. Yeah, and it was um, across seat as well. Okay, yeah. That's so it was it probably English. Yeah. But if this is the same one, I would definitely buy this one. Uh, so this is one to four players, 60, 90 minutes, become Hellboy, and join the BPRD in this one to four player game. Uh, Sorry. Ironically, this is probably going to come out around the time the Hellboy comes out. Well, there you go. Which also, have you seen the trailer for I that? have. I don't know enough about Hellboy. I know some people are not happy about it. Well, I, I don't know. But... I like the I like the, the two Hellboys with Ron Perlman. Yeah, I but do too. I think the guy from Stranger Things does an awesome job with Hellboy. He, he looks good. So so it, it looks cool. And I, I'm I'm okay with another Hellboy movie. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't know. I'm, like I say, I, I read the comics. I like Mike Mignola. Um, I liked his other stuff better, I think, than Hellboy. But Hellboy was I think good. Coming out season three of Stranger Things here. Yeah, that's, that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I, I like the first two seasons. Actually, I haven't seen the second season. <gasps> I know. I just, I don't know. I can't explain why. I just haven't. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you should just go home right now and that's start watching season two. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'm <laughs> off tomorrow. I might as well, there you go. Might as well binge watch season two for Christmas Eve. Hey, Merry Christmas. Okay, so inspired by the legendary tales of horror, myth, and folklore by Mike Magnolia. Or yeah, Mike Magnolia. Yeah. yeah, there we go. What he said. Yeah, Hellboy, the board game, is a fully cooperative experience as you become a member of the Bureau of for Paranormal Research and Defense, the BPRD, ready to investigate occult threats and threaten our very existence. You will explore gothic locations, hunt down clues, discover artifacts, fight horrific creatures, and face off against terrifying bosses. I want to play this. Yeah. I'll play it. All right. Not sure I'm all that anticipatory. You're, you're going to buy it. No, I'm not. You're going to buy it. You're going to hate it. You're going to give it to yeah, me. Yeah, no. Okay. Because it comes around around your birthday again. 
Uh, you know, I don't know, but, you know, all year long, my birthday, yeah, sure. so I mean, that works. That's the same way yeah. I feel, by the way. You know, and if any of the listeners want to buy this game and just, you know, send, send it, it over to us, sure. yeah, we'll play it. Sure. We'll play we'll it and we'll let you know how it. it is. We'll tell you about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next one. Oh, this is a Hobbit game, so this must have been for, I actually, for our daughters. weirdly, like the Hobbit games. Oh, we Very well designed. Our kids, it's gotten all of our kids into four games, and, so, and they're too small. What was it, about two weeks ago? We were sitting here, a bunch of us playing. <laughs> yeah. And Kathleen, your youngest daughter, yep. comes up and says, you want to play this game? Yep. And normally, Unicorn to play. Yeah, you, yep. So three of us, me, Ectum, and Ectum's wife, played the game with Kathleen. She won it, yep. and it wasn't because we let her win it. Mm-hmm. She's four, five, almost five. She is four. four. She, yep. She's four. She was explaining the game to us. She taught us the game. Yes. That's Cahaba Games for you. She is, is very, very good at yeah. it. And she is waiting for the time where she can start playing games with us. Yeah. And it will be only a few years out. <laughs> she, is, she is one that instead of getting the My Little, uh, whatever that, Ticket to Ride, Mm-hmm. Just teach your ticket to ride. Oh yeah, God, Lord, it's a lot easier. Yep, she's she's wanting to play games already with yeah. us. So, uh, so this one is Little Fox Animal Doctor by Hava. Two to four players, four years or older, ten to fifteen minutes. Help the little fox veterinarian treat his patients correctly. To do this, you need a bit of luck with the die. Uh, who can who can be the first to treat five different animals? So. She found this one on Cool Stuff Inc. That does look kind of cool. All right. Another hobby game, Magic ABC Duel. You'll play this one. Probably. Yeah, Kathleen asked me to. <laughs> Two players, six years and older, 10 to 15 minutes. Who spots first amid the jumble of pictures on the Magic Words cards? A motif that corresponds to the given letter. A Magical Game About Letters. She found that one of cool stuff as well. Uh, the next one is the also Orchard Hobbit. Card Game. Hobbit Game, yes. And she has My First Orchard, which she really likes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So this is the card game. This is one to six players, three years and older, 10 to 15 minutes. The same great orchard game, but in card form. So, so instead of having the apples and pears and such, it's cards of them. Yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, you wanted to talk about I like the the smart folding. Yeah, that look. I saw a playthrough of that on Heavy Cardboard's YouTube channel. Okay, I heard a lot about this. Uh, they were talking about it either at Essen. I think that's or, where it was released. Was okay. Essen possibly? I don't think it was released at. Uh, yeah, I want to say Essen. I want to say Essen because a lot of st- it was right around Essen that I happened to see it. Because it was Essen's, and then it was kind of Pax and yeah, it might have been PAX, but I think I'm it was pretty sure Essen. it was Essen. Yeah, so because they but they were talking about the game and it was it's a worker placement, yeah, economy, yeah, economy building. Yep. Uh, game and it's uh, it's got a patchwork aspect to it. With yeah. Your, yep. uh, with your player board, in order to get the actions you need, you you can purchase more boards, but they patch together. Uh, it's just an interesting mechanic. It uh, does look interesting, and the and the economic part of it looks good. You're basically trying to sell smartphones about the time that they began to blow up around the world mm-hmm. to the world. 
India, the United States. It's risk with smartphones, but okay. not, no war. And that's probably a real simplistic uh, explanation of what the game is, but uh, it looked really cool. It looks okay. like a good game. I'm anticipating a bejesus out of that one. I would definitely play that one. Yeah. I've heard a lot about you, it. You it would, sounds you, interesting. It's an engine builder. You so, would enjoy that a great deal. What are you trying to say? You like engine building games, oh, okay. Joe. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, this one looks interesting, and, and if anyone knows Tom and me, we love dice Dice games. are the bomb, man. So for one this one, yeah, game. Island Dice. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't talk not about a game. it. It's not a <laughs> game. to bring that up. Every single time we do a podcast <laughs> together, there's Island Dice, how bad it sucked. Okay. And maybe the guy who designed the game will figure out how bad the game is. I'm not saying I want to. Just try to buy it back from you. Yeah, buy it back. He'll say, okay, <laughs> so you don't like it, just shut take up. it back. Shut up, and Tom. I, and I still won't shut up. <laughs> I still won't shut up. Anyway. Okay. So this one is by Stronghold Games. And I really like Stronghold Games. They yeah, put out some, some. Obviously, an import from Germany. Very decent games. Um, so this is <laughs> Gone Sean Clever. That's pretty clever. Yep. <laughs> it's a roll and write game. Yep. Which lately, for some reason, we've been getting into. Yeah. I, which is great because they're fun. But so this one, you choose dice cleverly, um, marking them in the matching colored areas on your score sheet, kind of like Quinto yep. and Quicks. Yep. Uh, putting together tricky chain scoring opportunities and racking up the points. The dice you don't use are as important as those you do because every die that has a lower value. And your, cho- then your chosen die can be used by the other players, keeping everyone in the game at all times. The player with the most points at the end of the all rounds wins the game. So yeah, that is, and that's one to four players. Seen a few playthroughs of that. It looks pretty fun. So our next one is yours, and that's 1830. It looks like a train game. Uh, it's a beloved. Oh, it's a re. It's a remake again. It looks like, but it must be a French game. Maybe it's an 18x game. That's what we need to have. Uh, so, yeah, Frenchy. Uh, this little Frenchy 18x game, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is basically code for train games. Um, it's a revised edition. The game's about railway construction in Eastern America. Lets the players take part in it as businessmen trade at the exchange market and invest into railway companies in order to expand their rail networks and raise their own wealth. Basically an economy-building game again, but I like train games, so I'm into that. Oh, God, I cannot and believe they're doing this. <laughs> yes. So we both love Quarriers. Essentially how we met was yes. through Quarriers. Well, now, since we both have all of Quarriers... Every <laughs> single possible Quarriers there is. They are releasing Quarriers, the Ultimate Quidition, <laughs> which is all the expansions with the base game. So it consists, I mean, everything. The, and and you get the promotional cards as well. This is the trend I was talking, we were talking about earlier. This is making us buy it again. <laughs> and it all fits in this one giant box. Yeah. And here's what initially attracted me to the game anyway, was the fact that it came in a tin box shaped like a dice. Yes. It was awesome. Mike Elliott and Eric Lang are geniuses. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> so so that, it is kids' game. Yep, March. So I might have to grab that one. And the, the artwork on this edition looks just it amazing. It looks pretty good, yeah. So It'll get us back into playing Quarriers. Uh, I love Quarriers. And I, I even too. I, I just got another edition of Quarriers. I got the, the metal... 
looking container that the one that, that I was, the die that I just said yeah that I just said was yeah. what got me to buy the game yeah so I got that plus I've got all the other yeah. ones it's just yeah, I have them all, and they're sitting. Actually, they sit next to my armchair. We're completionists. Yes, <laughs> we had that conversation a lot earlier about addiction and uh, addiction. Collection. It's a thing, people. Addiction and collection. This is one I'm looking forward to. This is one that uh, I backed on Kickstarter because I backed did. every single damn game they've done. Tiny Epic Max. We're suckers. Yep, it's the year thirty thirty, and technology offers humankind unimaginable entertainment. What used to be virtual reality is now reality, and sports that once occupied your flat screen now occupies the world stage. The largest of them embodies the evolution and integration of athleticism and machinery. Once every five years, hundreds of millions of viewers tune in to witness the spectacle that is M-E-C-H-S, Mex, Mechanized Entertainment Combat Heroes. So basically, it's a tiny epic game with Gundam. Like... Like an arena. Yeah, in an yeah. arena. So it looks really cool. I backed it, obviously. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. And that one's August, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. August. Yeah, which seems later than I think they said they were going to do it. But, I mean, literally, yeah. that, start, that started when August they were was doing, the release date when I backed okay. it. They were doing this one. I was a little hesitant because it was like, yeah. about a year out. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and they were actually promoting this one before Zombies yeah. came out, which was we talked about that as well in a previous episode. All right, you have this I game. have this game. I'm looking forward to this one. Space Base, The Emergence of Shy Pluto Expansion. Uh, see, a strange new galactic body has emerged within the Milky Way. The greatest minds of the United Earth Services find themselves bewildered by the sudden appearance of Shy Pluto. Get the crews to their stations. It's time to deploy your ships. If you're familiar with Space Base... Uh, it's a pretty cool game. A lot of people say it is the successor to Machikuro. I like Machikuro, so I really enjoy both of them. I'll play them both. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the the sci-fi aspect. But it's the, it, here's what I just noticed: it's the first installment of Space Base Saga Ooh. expansions. You know what that means? That means I'm going to be buying games. Yeah, I mean, your wallet's going to get empty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, I love being a game board guy. So that's what I'm looking forward to as well. All right, and I do the Smash Up. Yep. I actually like this game quite a bit. Uh, so the Smash Up World Tour International okay. Incident Expansion. So what's it adding? It looks like Canadian Mounties, uh, Sumo Wrestlers, the Three Musketeers. All right, so this one in oh, the Luchadors. <laughs> Luchadors, yep. <laughs> the Mounties, <laughs> the Musketeers, and the Sumo Wrestlers. Sumo Wrestlers, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be fun. That is, so it's got the luchadors bring the high-flying, death-defying wrestling combinations to the fight. The Mounties are their strongest while their great uh, well, they oh. get their man and keep the great white north safe. <laughs> <laughs> the Musketeers use their explosive actions, action chains to gallantly defeat enemies. And then the sumo wrestlers bulk up and throw their weight around, knocking their enemies away from the base. Now, I'll be honest here. I've played this game once or twice, and I don't get it. But I don't really get it either, but, but I, I keep like buying it. the expansions well, for I it. I like it, because it's just, the idea is so good. Yeah. Just, so I'm thinking the sumo wrestling Mounties. That would be awesome. Yep. I kind of like the idea of the Lucador Musketeers. Oh. But anyway. Oh, this one, I, I'm, I'm waiting for this one. So this is Red Sonia. Uh, 
Hircana Hircania Legacy. Legacy. So, so what that is. I'm not a big. Red I like Redstonia, Conan, those yeah. kind. So this one is a cooperative module adventure board game. For one to four players, the game allows players to participate as one of their favorite Red Sonia comic book characters, ranging from the barbarian Osin to the famous Red Sonia herself. These heroes will champion all of that is in Hyborian good as the players travel across the realm of Hyrcania. Yeah. <laughs> and face dangerous warriors, mythical beasts, and walking souls that haunt the land. I want to say this is the same world as Conan, but I am honestly it is. not sure. Yeah, it is. Um, you you don't remember the Conan I, movies? Yeah, because Red Sonia was in one. Of them. Okay, yeah, and I and I remember the comic when yeah. I was a kid, but it wasn't one I collected. It had Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the first one I liked, the rest of them I did not. That looks this looks interesting. This one does look funny. It is the table is lava. By R and R Games. Uh, as dawn breaks, Mount <laughs> Kalua is spewing its fiery lava down in onto Mapleville. The natives are frantically trying to escape the rivers of lava and remain on safe ground. However, or oh, whoever's tribes who survives the eruption with the most meeples shall be the winner. The table of the table of lava presents players oh, with the simple challenge: game. toss cards on the table to save your meeples while trying to knock over other players' pieces in the lava at the same time. I want to play this. Have game. the most survivors, and you win. This is the kind of game I don't suck at, and I actually have a lot of fun with. The so. picture on the box it looks awesome. hilarious. It is a meeple wearing a little band with leaves on it, like a, like and a, he's waving at the at the. The, the, the volcano. I and mean, it's standing looks right in front of a whole river of lava. Yep. Yeah, that does look fun. I like dexterity games. So, and it, it's affordable game. It's like twenty five dollars yeah. MSRP. Yep. All right, and this one looks pretty cool. And I believe this is a reprint because I, I, I'm almost positive I saw it down a game chest a while back. It's Gorus Maximus. So yeah, I remember seeing it. Um, gain the support of the masses by collecting gladiators with positive crowd favor. And avoiding those with negative favor, challenging or challenged by matching the rank of the last gladiator played, and the trump suit changes mid trick. At the end of the round, the zero of trump awards five bonus crowd favor. So manipulate trump equal until victory is yours. Okay, that looks cool. So uh, it's a card game. Yeah, basically. just a trick taking game. Yeah, but I like gladiators. I do, too. So, and I and like, the artwork looks really good. I like trick-taking games. I've been playing them pretty much all my life. That one looks like a relatively affordable look, game. It does, yeah, it is. Under $20. Yep. This one looks cool. Okay. Uh, you and I are both Star Trek nerds. So. Yeah, Star Trek. <laughs> we just played uh, Star Trek tonight. Star Trek is fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, we don't want to voice to that. Stereotype, but no, but Star Trek's amazing. Both of us so, are really cool guys. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're like the coolest yeah, of the guys exactly. that like Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, wives, girlfriends probably don't think so. Who's the guy who play, <laughs> Who's the guy who plays Captain Kirk right now? Uh, Chris Pine. Come on, man. Chris Pine. William Shatner. Yeah. Chris Pine, though. William Shatner. Like, yeah. Both. both <laughs> okay, so this is Star Trek. Conflict in the neutral zone. 
by Whiz Kids. Uh, they are putting out some really interesting <laughs> games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the synopsis for the game. This comes out in February. Also, there you go. Birthday. There you go. You know, my birthday is in January, just saying. Well, there you go. You can so. buy it for your birthday and give it to me. Yeah, there, you yeah, go. there we go. Uh, Resource-rich planets have been found in the neutral zone, and both the Federation and Klingon Empire are out to exploit them. In this simple flicking game, oh, it's another players will game. flick discs representing the various ships found within the Star Trek universe. These ships are used to collect resources or attack other ships. Collecting resources, energy, and command points is accomplished by bringing a collector ship within range of an energy or command point planet. To attack, you must use your attack ship to hit an opponent's ship off the planet or board. Successfully attacking an opponent will award a command point, but attacking isn't always easy. Players can add in asteroids in order to block shots and protect their ships. Your fleet can be expanded during your turn by purchasing more ships, allowing you to increase the strength of your forces and ultimately claim the planet for yourself. The game is over when the player reaches 10 command points and the player is declared the winner. Oh, I need this game. Conflict. <laughs> now I get it. You oh, get it. Looks pretty good. So this one's supposed to come out in February of next year. Uh, the artwork looks awesome. Yeah, looks like um, a Klingon ship and both uh, two Klingon ships attacking the Enterprise. It looks like the Next Generation Enterprise. Yeah. Well, no, those front, those nassles are wrong. But the but the bottom part of it's flat. Yeah. So, yeah, never mind. It's the next gen. All right. Um, I like the storybook games. I do, too. And that's another thing we have in common. If it looks like a book, oh, yeah, I'm interested in getting it. Yep. That's why we got Tortuga and Deadlands or uh, Deadwood, Deadwood and, uh, and Salem. Salem, yeah. Because yeah. they look like books. And so this I... one is by Asmodee. Okay. And it is Lost in the Woods. And this comes out in January. This isn't like those other ones you had, is it? So, is the, those are the yellow ones. Yeah, okay. So I don't know if yellow is owned by Asmodee or who owns them. I don't know. I don't think I was owned by Asmodee. It's their own company. But, but this is, it looks similar. Yeah, it does. So and it's a fairy tale thing. You said Into the Night, right? Is the name of it? Lost in the Woods. Lost in the Woods, which it, yeah. It's still... It's still night as you escape from the owner's house. In order to return to your parents' cottage, you'll have to find your way through the forest in the dark by the feel of the trees. So I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what kind of game it is. It looks like it's probably kid-related or kid-oriented. Yeah, but it's awesome. But it looks like a book, and it's cool. So I like that idea. And I think there's another one next, isn't there? There is. Uh, that one would be... Oh, oh no. no, that's uh, later on. This one's Embark, which yes. totally looks like a... Um, it is TMG, so yeah. it's the same world as Harvest. Harvest and Harvest. And Harvest, yeah. As, a, as new islands appear out of the mists and your voyagers in search of wealth and adventure and embark, you will load various boats heading to the new uninhabited islands in order to explore, colonize, and mine their riches. Only fully loaded boats will launch, so assign your voyagers carefully. Explorers will scout out the islands, Unlocking their mysteries. Miners will collect ore and colonists will cultivate farms and reap the benefits that the islands have to offer. Watch out for your opponent's warriors who can replace your voyagers and take over their jobs. 
But the artwork is very similar to Harvest. Yes. So I'm guessing it's in the same world because there's the same goblins and it's a TMG game. So it's Harvest and well, it's Harvest. be a bigger one though because MSRP is forty dollars. Yeah, it doesn't see doesn't give a box size, but um, the other two games, if you're familiar with Harvest and Harbor, they're probably the size of a large paperback, or like a trade paperback. Well, Harbor's one. smaller. Yeah, Harbor's, Harvest. Well, I think they released it as a. That was Harvest. Oh yeah, you're right. And then Spire Harbor was, was yeah, Harbor was a bit smaller. smaller box. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. You're right. So I wonder both if this them, one's bigger than both of them. Probably. Both of them are really fun though, and this looks like it will be as well. Yeah. And uh, then, damn them. I might have to get this. You don't own Stone Age yet? I do not. Wow. Yeah, this is a good time to get into so, it. So, Stone Age Anniversary Edition. And, uh, looking to see if this include the, uh, oh, new options for playing in the bitter cold of winter. Okay, so it's the same damn thing we've been talking about. <laughs> it's a, it's not a reskinning of the game. It's like the game it is a reskinning of the game with new stuff. And it's a limited edition. And so now I have to buy it. You I actually, actually think, to be honest with you, I might have this on pre-order already. There we go. This one looked fun to me, and I'm not yeah. a huge fan of the One Night Ultimate games, just because they're they're mass player mounts. Yeah. We never have that no, many people. we don't usually. But One Night Ultimate Super Villains. This one sounded cool to me. So, um, unbeknownst to the uh, citizens of Shady Grove, USA, a battle is brewing while they sleep. The most powerful heroes the world has ever known have converged to stop an onslaught of malicious supervillains. The trouble is, these nefarious criminals are hiding in plain sight as residents of Shady Grove. So the heroes first have to find these treacherous evildoers before it's too late. In One Night Ultimate Supervillains, players take on the roles of heroes or villains, each with amazing superpowers that help further their cause. The vile trio of Raps... Rapskelion, yep. Dr. Peeker, and Henchman Number 7. <laughs> I love the fact that it's henchman number yeah. seven. Are intent on getting away with their crimes, while the members of the superhero club of overt powers, Scoop, <laughs> are all out to catch them. Shady Grove, maybe even the world, will never be the same. So, so this this sounds fun. It's a reskinning of Ultimate World yeah. for any of those games, but it's it does look fun. It looks like it adds a fairly humorous aspect to it. Uh, it looks good. It does look good. And it's under 20 bucks. I mean, well, that's one that I might not buy, but I'll play some. There's the other one. Uh, that I might not buy, twist. but others will, uh, others will buy and I'll play. This one's Asmodee as well. Yeah, it looks like it's the same series. That's why I was wondering if it was... This actually looks like the box of uh, Around the World in 90 Days. Oh, okay. Or 80 Days. 80 Days, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. From Yellow Games. But it's Asmodee, so... Right. It doesn't say anything about Yellow on the box art. Okay, so... You want London, 19th century. You're a part of a band of street kids in the pay of this old babe known as Fagan. He gives you a little money in exchange for the fruits of your larcenies committed in the streets of London. During the two rounds of the game, day and night, you want to steal as many items as possible in order to resell them to Fagan while avoiding getting yourself noticed by the police. Only the richest child at the end of the game, do not exaggerate, can hope to get regain their freedom. 
this is intriguing to me because one of the very first plays I was ever in in high school, in fact, the first play I was ever in in high school was Oliver. Oh, the uh, Sioux Falls Community Playhouse, or Sioux Empire Community Theater, I guess now is what it is, uh, or Sioux Empire Community, yeah, exactly, is doing Oliver. Oh. And I'm going to probably audition for that show. And I would right. love to get the role of Bumble. But anyway. Or Oliver. No. I, well, okay, I play Oliver. I don't think I'm <laughs> skinny enough to play Fagan anymore, but uh, I would love to play Oliver. Or I could play Bill Sykes either one. But anyway, that's uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. It looks like another Asmodee Another Asmodee. Yeah, another book game. They don't have much have on any this description yet, of so. it, but it looks like it's a game about Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. The Harvest Magique. Jacques and Le Havis Magique. We've got the uh, Dixit Anniversary Expansion. Oh! (laughs) Unbelievable. Have even more fun with the addition of Dixit Anniversary. Use the cards from Dixit Base Game or those in the expansion. You can also mix the two. The game ends when one or more players reaches 30 points in the scoring track. At least it's standalone. And Dixit's a great game. You've, you've not played Dixit on Dixit. I have. I have. Okay. I own it. Okay. Yeah. This one mm-hmm. looks fun to me because I look at the artwork. Yeah. And I think of the movie. Uh, oh, what was it? It was like the, the Monster Club. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it had, it had Dracula, and it had the Wolfman, yeah. and it had Frankenstein, and it was kids, and they're running around, and and they had he was trying to get a virgin. Um, they needed to sacrifice a virgin. Okay. Yeah. And these kids were were um, trying to battle them, and the one chunky kid kicked Wolfman in the dark. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I do remember this movie. So this is what the that does kind of it, look it like. Looks it looks like the Wolfman looks like it. What's it got? It's called Monster Slaughter. And flip the script on the horror films of the eighties yeah, with which Monster that Slaughter was from the eighties. At the head of the family of monsters, werewolves, vampires, zombies, and golems, this time you're the one who will have to hunt down and slay those insufferable teenagers (laughs) (laughs) who have taken refuge in the house in the middle of the forest. The hardest part? Choosing the order in which you will eliminate them and then executing. That actually sounds kind of good. That one looks looks good. A little pricey. Holy smokes. I will have to check that one out. Yeah. I, I would like that one. That one would be another one somebody might buy and then I'll play. Yes. Uh, the, this last this one, one here good. is Titan Dice. And I love Greek, Greek mythology. Yeah. And the artwork on just the cover looks awesome. And this is from Eagle Griffin Games. And our buddy Eknum actually has this already because he kickstarted it. Yep. Um... But your titans, as sons and daughters of Gaia, your giant deities of incredible strength, and the supreme rulers of the legendary Golden Age, once imprisoned by the Olympians, you have escaped and must now prepare for all-out war. Though unified in this goal, your siblings' rivalry is stronger than ever, and you strive to flex your power. To prove your dominance, you must gather mighty beasts to build your army. But beware, creatures are not captured easily and will resist your attempts. If you suffer too many wounds, you must retreat to recover. Meanwhile, your fellow titans race to gather their own armies and will use various tactics to obstruct your progress. You're quite 
or your quest is not easy, but you have the might and the will to preserve, uh, persevere. persevere. Search far and wide, and you will gain command in unprecedented legions. Go forth, titans, and may Gaia's blessing shine upon you. It looks really cool. It does look kind of cool. Dice, not that expensive. Greek mythology, yeah, and it's it's, it's thirty dollars MSRP. Yeah. So it looks pretty cool. Yeah, that one looks good. So, that one looks good. And we will probably get to play that one in yes, the next we will. month or so. And that maybe, is that. Maybe New Year's Eve. Yes. So now we have our announcement for um, the Walking Dead Yahtzee. And our winner is James from South Dakota. Yay for James. So we will be sending that out to him. Um, our next episode on Sunday will be a bucket list of 2019. So 19 games that we want to get to the table. Oh! Or the floor. Yeah, the floor, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about that next next episode. Sounds good. So do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nothing I can think of. It was a good episode. This is right. kind of, this won't end the year. No, we'll do one next year. We will one be doing one next, Sunday, next right? Sunday, and that'll be our bucket one. list for yep. 2019. Following that, we will be talking about uh, the Lakes Area Game Fest in Okaboji, okay. which you are not to. going to. You have a dart tournament. I have a dart tournament, different kind of game. Yep. Got so we we will discuss that, uh, and tickets are still on sale for that. You can go uh, Google it, Lakes Area Game Fest. Okaboji. About 45 minutes to an hour away, I think, or two hours. Yeah, if you're in Sioux Falls. Yeah, it's about two hours. Um, Okaboji, Iowa. Uh, tickets, I think, are 20 bucks for the whole weekend. Not bad. No, it's it's not bad. They have play to wins. They have tournaments. They have uh, game testing, I believe. I think it's so, yeah. just a lot of stuff set up for it. Um, and you can stay right at the resort and get an, a discount on that. You just call them up and say you're 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 going to be at the game, game fest and I think you get the room for $80 and some hundred. Like yeah, it's pretty good. So uh, I know Jess and I are really looking forward to that. And uh, we are bringing Kathleen and Gavin. So. Nice. Yeah. And I think it's under under either 10 or 8 years old. It's free admission for kids. So they'll so, both get in free? Yeah. And if you're mentally under 10 or 8 years old? Well, you still have to pay for your age. Oh, that's Because <laughs> mentally. So you are going to pay for $20 and go. Yeah, not to pay. So, if I go. Yeah. Which you won't because you're going to do a dark, dark tournament. tournament. Yep. So, dark tournament. Well, that's it for me. That's it for me. All, all right. right. Merry Until Christmas next time. to all of you. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yes. That'll yeah. be in, in two days here. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope you get a lot of games under the tree. Whatever else, holidays you celebrate, happy holidays. Um, so, I'm Joe. Tom. And good night. Good night.